Welcome to the Justified Podcast, the officially unofficial podcast for Justified on FX slash Hulu. Uh, I'm Jim. I'm Aaron. And today we're talking Justified City Primeval Season 1, Episode 4, Kokomo. Uh, I was looking for it. I was going, okay, how are they going to get Kokomo in here? <laughs> I was thinking maybe Indiana, you know, they're not, they're not crazy far from Indiana they could they could hop down the uh, ways and end up in Kokomo but no they're singing songs about Kokomo Beach Boys songs uh Aaron lives in Kokomo it's not a paradise <laughs> no you wouldn't want to go there if you had millions of dollars to relax it's a, and... it's a fine town it's just northern Indiana flat as hell not much to do yeah uh cold cold as hell in the winter hot as hell in the summer when they say there's more than corn in Indiana they're not talking about Kokomo no talking about no, indiana beach very... so <laughs> that's right we have a beach uh-huh, uh-huh uh are you asking me what i think about this episode i'm getting there yeah what do you think okay um it's this i mean this is your classic um kind of moving things in introducing new factions they had to get the albanians on the table um confirming that will is gone like to the extent that like i'm not even sure how the hell she gets back um, I'm assuming mm-hmm. it's going to be Clem doing something crazy or maybe the, Al- the, Al- the Albanians have put her back on the board, but uh, uh, not even a hint. Like, well, I guess there is a hint. There was a cell phone shot of her mm-hmm. as uh, Raylan was like, you know, thinking about her and his life choices. Uh, this episode, I think, mostly moves forward the the entanglement of Raylan and Carolyn. It felt like to me. Yeah. Like, are they going to fuck? I don't think so. I mean, I, why it's- not? The sparks are fucking flying like grinding sheet metal at the end of this episode. I mean, Raylan Givens is a 10. She's like a s- five. <laughs> I was going to say six, Whoa. five. Yeah. Okay. She's got some okay. money, but she's got a shitload of baggage. Uh, and look, she doesn't she doesn't keep herself in shape the way that Raylan Givens does. You know? I mean, some, some people like the shape that Carolyn's in. Uh, Judging by Raylan's it- past flings, I don't think he's into that that shape <laughs> i'm just gonna say damn damn all right all right some strong opinions from jim but mm-hmm. i mean i i i think that's where i mean it, it seems like that's where the show's going does like, it i don't know it's I, it seemed to me like he's connecting with somebody here but that doesn't necessarily mean they're gonna fuck i okay i i think if nothing else she wants to climb the tree oh i who doesn't on this show okay. i mean clement given the chance would climb it <laughs> And I don't, I actually, I want to talk about that. Um, Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I I, I think that, um, I think that they have been showing that these two have a lot of chemistry. Uh, His daughter's trying to get him together. Uh, He's down there bored. And I mean, just the way she's saying, oh, you're going to stay here all night. And I'm just shooting for my hip. It's a flirty exchange. Mm, And and they're drinking. You never know. They're drinking. Blanton's is involved. Sure. (laughs) Yeah, um, I mean, but, if it happens, uh, it happens. You know, I'm not, I'm not necessarily against it. I just think, you know, Raylan's not. It's not the the bush he's beating around. If you know what I mean. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, there's a lot of complications that are being introduced in the plot, and this is kind of like mid season justified, where like uh, you think you know the shape of the game, but then you're going to add a whole bunch of new players, and you're going to have criminals making mistakes that uh, is going to further complicate things um but oh, like yeah. i said i mean there wasn't like a singular piece of action i guess other than uh 
lol garage getting his leg crushed is that's the the big action uh-huh. of the seat what what did you think of the episode uh no I, I like it i think um the setup of the albanians is going well you know i really like seeing to- toma uh mm-hmm. you know his attitude about like justice and the law and his like respect for Raylan in a way but also disregard for his wishes you know he's going to do his thing regardless of what the marshals or the cops say about it uh and, and he kind of just doesn't give a fuck and i think that's a dangerous guy you know this is a, this is a dangerous group of people and i'm excited to see how that all plays out because now Raylan is sort of indirectly mixed up in the same shit that clement is mixed up in right like clement crushes skinder's leg and so he's on the hit list here and raylan's douche cop partner goes out there and shoots one of them now raylan's on that list too potentially i know he didn't directly he wasn't directly involved in that but he was there and in the situation so you never know i think it's a classic you know it feels like you're introducing a neutral third party into the conflict like uh, limehouse and nobles holler Sure, and, sure. And justified. You have like a separate faction that has no love for the police, kind of keeps to themselves, uh, mm-hmm. has a code of honor and internal justice that they're seeking. Yeah. And that sometimes they make for allies for Raylan. Sometimes they're I'm not exactly antagonists, but hindrances. But they're always working to like cross parallel purposes. And mm-hmm. uh, I think the uh, you know, they got a cool hideout, the the I, a cool <laughs> hideout, the Venus yeah, nursing home. I guess so. I I, I uh, you know Limehouse had the 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 butcher shop. I I think it's mm-hmm. uh, I it's it's crackling with possibilities. I really like the Toma guy. Yeah. Um, the Albanians are scary. Uh, it's 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 good stuff. And mm-hmm. Brill continues to be like, Ugh. are things coming to a head between him? and I Raylan? certainly hope so. I hope this is kind of the the you know we're at the halfway point with this show, mm-hmm. right? Um, I kind of hope this is uh, going to be the change, the catalyst that Raylan needs to sort of kick some ass here uh, instead of following their lead in a lot of ways. Yeah. I wonder if um, Brill's going to be taken down by something in the judge's book because like, I don't see how the show just like puts Raylan against the cop. They're going to have to make him like, and I know it's fucking crazy to be like, well, he's just a bad cop and he hurts people. He doesn't follow the law. I don't think that's enough for a television show to turn a cop against another cop. Sure. Sure. Not in real life, not on the television show. So he's going to have to be like, dirty with a capital d that he's got they're gonna find some entries he's gonna be doing you know maybe some cover-up for in fact i wonder if that's one of the things while he is so fucking crazy about charging head and putting a, a target on clem is because he knows that there's something out of in in the wind and out of pocket and he's been trying to you know work for something that we haven't probably met yet larger and more powerful shadowy force in detroit um, yeah, because that's be. the only thing I can see, and that's what I want. I want to see Raylan and him square off because this guy's just fucking too much. Oh yeah, yeah, fuck this guy. Uh, it does feel like there is one more shoe to drop for sure. Like this book with the the list of you know bribes in it. Uh, I don't. I mean, maybe it stops at 
Judge Guy, right? Maybe he was the ringleader of it and now he's dead and we'll we'll just discover that. He but, seemed like he was he had a lot I mean, the whole show has been telling us that like there is yeah. a lot of bodies metaphorically buried in here and nobody wants them up walking around. And yep. the thing is it would be very unlike justified to reveal a big bad and not have us have some familiarity with them. I'm trying to think of any time that there's been like a larger fish in Justified. Maybe there's that one episode that they had the uh, Sorkin brother uh, mm-hmm. show up that like may- maybe and they they've definitely had like Miami cartel, you know, type of uh, heavies that come in at the end of the season. So maybe so maybe that's what it'll be. It'll be like a mid mid season reveal of who the actual. You know what? What is what is going on with the judge guy corruption aspect? Because we haven't seen anybody, unless it's like, you know, Wendell's boss or Raylan's boss. <laughs> we haven't met anybody really higher up in the food chain that hasn't already been killed or taken off the board. So that's what yeah. I'm I'm looking for is to see what other piece of the puzzle is is going to drop. Uh, otherwise, this episode has some really good Raylanisms. Like he does some cool things that I like. Ray, I love when Rayland uh, dissuades a bad guy from doing something just by kind of like raising his eyebrows with a gun. Po- you know, mm-hmm. like no, seriously. Like oh, that's your move. I'm not the. Yeah. I'm not the guy you want to try to rabbit on when I've got the when I got the gun pointed at you, and it works yeah. on a very tough Albanian guy. Um, yeah, probably would have worked on both of them if not for uh, the victim here <laughs> losing her damn yeah. mind. <laughs> yeah. And uh, understandably, uh-huh, uh-huh. I get my teeth pulled. I'm gonna be pissed. Uh, and then him rolling up on the the two the the, the B team Albanians and just uh, a wordless exchange on their part, just just running them off too. It's, it's good with this. There was the hand on his hip. It was good stuff. Mm-hmm. Good railing stuff. Yeah, I'm enjoying it. Uh, maybe we should get into the recap. Let's do it. There ain't nothing in life that comes for free. That's why we had this ad break. Home is wherever the podcast takes me. Welcome back to the Justified Podcast. We start off at 9.53 p.m. Don't know why we need to be so specific, but maybe it's important. Uh, Clement smashes Skinder's leg in the panic room door. And threatens to kill him if he tells the police. Good news, Aaron. Skinder is alive. Uh, I was going to say alive and well. He, he, but he's alive. Mm-hmm. His leg is going to need uh, some attention and he's going to get it. He's, but. Got, he's got five more bones in his body than he did the uh, last episode. So yeah. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm excited to still have him in play, I guess. Yeah. I wonder if we'll ever see him again. It feels like we moved on to bigger bads. Uh, He was never a a very big bad to begin with, right? He was the thread you pull to find the bigger bad. Um, Yeah. But he's entertaining, and I would like to see Mm -hmm. him back. He's like Jeremy Davies. You know, I would love to see more of him in the show. Yeah, that's a good comp. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. Maybe he can get uh, too big for his britches at some point like Jeremy Davies, and then he's even more entertaining. Uh Uh-huh. Anyway, uh... Raylan arrives at the hospital where Skinder's being patched up. The cops discuss their next move. They decide they're going to check out Sandy's last known address. They're going to watch Del Weems' condo and also the the casino where Sandy works. And then Raylan also learns about Skinder's uncle, Toma Castiat, the head of the local Albanians. 
Yeah, I like um, I like Wendell. Everything about him, there, everything about him is coded as highly competent. Like you can't get better than Raylan barking out a bunch of seemingly common sense orders, and Wendell mm-hmm. rolling up and being like, "Hey, already on it." Like we got, yep. you know, like it shows that he's at least as smart and competent and diligent as Raylan. I like that. I wish um, Raylan was working with him more because yeah, I, isn't he supposed to be his partner on this case? And I don't see them together often. It's more douche cop and Raylan rolling around. Maybe Raylan's just trying it's to keep a, an eye on this dude. Force, especially now that the judge has been killed. But like, yeah, honestly, you could do a lot of addition by subtraction just by Brill taking a sick week. You know, just let yeah. Mo, Wendell, and Raylan handle this. That Trinity gets this shit done. Mm-hmm. And, and he's good for the show. You know, I, I he's like Kai Wynn. I love to hate Kai Wynn, right? She's an extremely yeah. well-written and acted character in Deep Space Nine who you're yeah. designed to be hated. Uh, yeah. This guy's the same way. I hate him, and they know exactly what they're doing. Yeah, I kept on waiting for them to like do the 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 jig where it's like eventually Raylan and him will kind of see eye to eye, and maybe he'll <laughs> you know be a little bit more towards Raylan's side, or but like <sighs> clearly no. And now I'm like yeah. to the extent he's such an asshole, and like Raylan even calling him out and being like, "Look, you and I kind of barely on the same side. I want this, and you say you don't want this. You want vigilante side justice." So now I'm thinking, yeah, he's got it's going to be dirty. He's going to be bent. Raylan's going to expose him probably put a plug in him we'll see <laughs> hopefully if there's any justice be justified capital Obviously j justice be justified yeah it'll be justice ju- justicely justified uh and he's getting dangerous too like in my notes when they go you know to meet the albanian boss i i had don't take douche cop with you he'll only fuck things up and that's exactly what happens in this episode uh yeah he, he gets everybody in hotter water so yeah, this guy's becoming a danger to Raylan, I think, with his his hot-headedness, his his sort of gusto for punishing people. Uh, that's all potentially going to get Raylan killed. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I agree, and I will break that down, the threat, I think, when we get to that scene. Gotcha. Um, yeah, so Raylan does ask to meet the Albanian boss, and his guys call him up, and he agrees to meet with Raylan to try and solve their mutual problems, as Raylan describes them. And um, I they're doing some they're doing some hat based humor. Uh, oh yeah. So so there's some there's a the, the biggest longest standing inside joke in the show is that Elmore Leonard uh, envisioned Raylan wearing a much smaller cowboy hat. Which is like a businessman Stetson, and if you wonder like what a businessman Stetson looks like, think about the famous uh, scene of the assassination of uh, uh, the, the the Oswald. Uh, who's the guy that killed JF. Kennedy? Oh, uh, Patton Oswald. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> if you Lee see Harvey. the famous scene of of, of uh, Lee Harvey, Patton Oswald being assassinated <laughs> in Dallas, all the people around him are wearing business Stetsons, essentially. I huh. cannot imagine rail. To me, that's like an that's a that's a boss hog hat. Like that's something that's like <laughs> bankers, uh, the all hat no cattle type of like. I think mm-hmm. that Raylan needs like a much larger, iconic kind of like eighteen fifties lawman hat. But like, it's not the right hat, and Elmore Leonard hates it. Or when when he was still alive, it was always a source of consternation. Wow. There's been several times where they kind of tease that Raylan might be wearing the wrong or someone will make a comment on it. And I think this uh, 
this uh, Angron guy uh, saying that what is that a Stetson 10x? Um, I think is kind of another poke at the hat culture of the show, but I have no huh. idea because as far as I know, 10x is a, a quality of the rating of a hat. It's a ratio of how much like good stuff is in the material versus bad stuff. Like if you got a beaver hat, hmm. a 10x might be 50% beaver, 50% felt, and they go all the way up to like I guess 500x if you want like a really multi thousand dollar cowboy hat, and as low as like 1x if you just got like a shit straw hat. Uh, so, I, but I I don't know like is saying hmm. it's a Stetson 10x is because I think that's more or less what it is. How does this guy know that? He's an Albanian living in Detroit. Like <laughs> he likes that's I don't know. It's he's not uh, wearing a hat. If he were wearing a hat, I might understand it, but he's not. Well, if he died, if he didn't die this episode, I would think that they were setting him up as a bit of a gunslinger that he's, you know, maybe sure, sure. W- grew up watching cowboy movies because they've ever they've once in a while done that where they'll have like a very dangerous, you know, gunman that goes against Rayland and. Mm-hmm. But no, he's dead. So like, I just think it's a it's another one of these subtle hat based dig humors at Raylan's incorrect hat. But I'm not steeped enough in cowboy hat lore to to explain it. So if you <laughs> if you understand all the memes about Raylan's hat, write us in justified at baldmove.com. That sounds like a fun email to read. All right. Well, let's move on to Sandy smoking up to cope with what Clement did to Skinner. Uh, Skinder, sorry. Uh, Clement gets the judge's diary out of the toaster and he says he smells money. Uh, yeah, this this was pretty obvious, right? Nobody was fooled by the toaster thing. Yeah, I, I will say it's he's a little it's one step more sophisticated than just putting the, the diary <laughs> in the slots like I thought. Uh-huh. He actually got a screwdriver out and took some things apart. Yeah. Uh, so 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 good job on that. But uh, I don't it just. <sighs> Is this show the show just keeps telling me that Clem's stupid? Yeah, he might be clever, but he's kind of dumb. Cause like, who puts who puts a paper thing in a heating element that 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 is designed to like you know that you leave bread in for too long and it catches on fire? Mm-hmm. Like that's just 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 like storing it in the fucking chimney of so- Dickinson's home at Christmas. Like you're just <laughs> you're just asking for pro- like. You better hope that you're there all the time. Sandy gets in a mood for mm-hmm. a bagel is all I'm saying. Yeah. Got to be there every breakfast. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's, it sounds like it's the last place you'd look, which means, you know, it's probably a pretty good hiding spot. Surely he wouldn't put the paper thing in the toaster. Uh, no, the, the whole scene is saying Clement is kind of dumb or maybe not that he's dumb but that he's not thinking about the things he should be thinking about because you know and and also that he has this bizarre attitude where he's the hero in his story and everybody else is kind of doing the fuck ups right he talks about how Skinder provoked him uh, by not having any money by by him being wrong Clement was wrong and that was a provocation from Skinder because he didn't have any money in the safe house uh, and then he then he's talking about Skinder like ah oh, Skinder lollygag ain't nothing and he ain't got no body and he's a hundred percent wrong about that he couldn't be more wrong about that mm. so it, every time they show Clement making moves they're the wrong moves mm-hmm. and he just and they're succeeding because he's extremely lucky which is another thing the show has been saying time and time again that this guy is not mm-hmm. smart. He's not like loyal. He's not a good tactician. He's just the luckiest motherfucker alive. 
Yeah. And and he's able to charm the people in his orbit into doing things for him, you know, or, or con them into it in the case of like Sweetie here, who I don't believe for a second is getting a 50-50 of this uh, blackmail job. Oh, yeah. And the other thing is like they show the trauma, the psychological effects of, you know, clearly sweetie has gone through a whole stuff a bunch on this guy's behalf and sandy she's smoking up like she's on fire here mm-hmm. you know so jingle jangly from just crushing a man's leg she and she's the one who had to push the button by the way mm-hmm. which i thought was intentional that you know that he is making her complicit for no fucking good reason and uh it's just uh he's he's acid he's crowed and everything that uh, he touches yeah for sure Right, then we get back over to Raylan, who's taken to Venus Adult Daycare, where he meets with Toma. Toma thinks Skinder is an idiot man-child, but he won't tell him to give up his attacker's identity because he wants to extract what he views as real justice. Uh, order and justice are not the same thing in his mind. And Douche Cop drops Clement's name. Uh, Raylan says, hey, look, I'm first in line for Clement. And Toma's like, yeah, well, you better get him quick or he'll be dead. <laughs> yeah, apparently, uh, they don't believe in queuing in Albania. No. Just first first, first come, first serve, baby. Mm-hmm. Is, that how, is that how they ran the hot dog stand? Do they have people fighting That's at true. the gate? That's true. It's just like a Wall, Wall Street uh, stock market floor. Just everybody screaming with cash <laughs> and dogs being thrown. And, yeah. Uh, I... I don't know. I thought this was a really cool because like, tell me if I'm wrong, but I got the distinct impression that this is like a mafiosa or whatever the Albanian equivalent. Like this is a retirement Mm -hmm. home for old gangsters and like their wives and girlfriends. Oh, interesting. Okay. Because he's saying like the clientele is satisfied. Yeah. And it doesn't look like it's like super in shape, but like the, uh-huh. they're all throwing bones, like playing dominoes. And he says something like, I hope that when I'm so old that I'm cared for with such like what tact or delicacy or. Yeah. yeah. I, I think the implication is he moved his mom in here. It was a shit place, not run right. He hasn't really cleaned it up, but like people are able to do whatever the hell the fuck they want, I guess now. Apparently. Yeah. Hopefully they're um, getting the care they need too. I don't know. Cause Yeah. Yeah, like you know, like but uh, but uh, I I thought that was kind of interesting and just the it's a it's such a novel place for a crime lord's den, you know uh-huh. <laughs> the the administrative offices of a nursing home. Yeah, is it like Goodfellas where you know they've got all the old guys in the jail and they're cooking up you know gravy and the old sausage you know, recipes. These guys have like uh, leg bracelets on. They're all, you know, this is like minimum, you know, well, you're too old. You're too old to be sent to prison, Grandpa. So we're going to remand you to the tender embraces of the Venus adult retirement community. I mean, maybe, but I don't know. Just just in the in the vibe you get there. It's like all these old yeah. guys just having a good time. Uh, to your point about Brill. Ugh. It's like when I was first watched this episode and he blurts out Clement Manziel, I'm like, oh, my God, is he just an idiot? He thinks this is like some kind of police tactic to kind of like get to, to get a reaction out of the guy. Or, and, but, but no, he, it's too, yeah. exactly. 
he outlines like, no, this is a win-win for me. Either the mm-hmm. Albanians fuck up and we find Clement, or Clement gets cut into tiny little pieces. Win-win, you know. What about He's the lose just... scenario where you show up and the Albanians start shooting and you all die? See, what about I, I that Clement lose would, scenario? Or, I think Brill would be like, well, I just would, I would simply not do that. <laughs> I, I would simply I would not wait. die. Yeah. I would wait until the Albanians go and the Klim goes and there's a bunch of bang, bang, bang. And I wait until all the bang, bang stops for a couple minutes. And mm-hmm. then I go like he, he outlines it like this is the plan. Like there's going to be a big shootout. One person will walk away and we arrest that person. Uh huh. Sure. If you have complete control over the situation. But, but I think this has a Raylan way of spinning can- out. Right. And Raylan cares about people getting hurt in the way. He cares about people For like sure, Carolyn, yeah. even Sandy, who's complicit, but mm-hmm. like in over her head, like Carolyn is. He cares about the wrong people. Get, he cares about himself getting hurt. Because like you said, yeah. those bullets start flying, crazy shit happens. You know? uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, who knows what could happen? Who knows where they'll meet these people and how it'll go down? But I guess it's one of those things where like Raylan really feels that like kind of serve and protect. Like he would not, I think... Mm-hmm be able to stand outside while an apartment building is being shot up. Whereas yeah. Brill would be like, I'm going home tonight so fuck all those people. I'll wait until the shooting stops and then I'll go. It's it's just a different it's just a different way to look at the job. Like Raylan's like I think that my job is to arrange a meeting with the judge and to get this person put away so they can think about what they've done for a long time and Brill just wants them off the streets dead or alive. Yeah and then he this is all kind of outlined in the second part of that scene, right? Where douche cop says, yeah, I dropped Clement's name so we could tail the Albanians and they'll either get him or the Albanians will. Uh, and Raylan says they want him in a cell, not in a grave. And douche mm-hmm. cop has another opinion. Yeah. Like that's just a, that's just an opinion on our job. Like, no, that's the core. That's the core underlying fact of the matter, dude. Mm-hmm. Like that's what that's what get you know the whole wearing a badge like he honestly you'd be you'd be you'd be more comfortable playing on the Albanians team. <laughs> oh, for sure, yeah. I mean, you know, he he doesn't take. I, I don't know. He doesn't take his job that literally, right? He he probably thinks that by sticking dogs on criminals and dropping names and putting hits on suspects, like that, he's serving and protecting. That well, this and also is that's what the justified. public, the public un- and the public understands that that's part of the job, and they right. they secret like you obviously can't pass laws like that, but they expect a little brutalization of criminals, you know, a little extra punishment on the top. Yeah, uh, and if you can kill somebody, so you don't even have to put them in the prison system and pay for them, even better. Yeah, that's probably his thought on the matter. Uh, I'm just glad that. Raylan's kind of leading this investigation. I don't. I don't know. It gets. It gets more is, and more and questionable it, it, about who's in charge here. Every episode. I feel like Brill has. Yeah, like Brill was openly vying for the lead in the first episode. Now it's more. He's recognizing Raylan's authority, but also just doing whatever the fuck he wants. Uh huh. Yeah. Like actively messing up the, the case. Fact. Like he's calling Raylan boss. But mm-hmm. it's always in a dismissive manner, like, oh, here comes the hat when all the fun work's done, you know, mm-hmm. uh, you being made by the, the target and get your ass ran over. Uh, and I don't know what I authority Raylan has over this guy. Um, can, can he fire him? Can he demote him? Can he just lodge a formal complaint? Can he do nothing? Because he's openly him defying him case. at this point. Yeah, I wondered that, too, because, like, I don't I don't I don't think he can, like 
dismiss him from the service yeah, or getting he's fired. Not a, but he's not a cop. He's a marshal. But surely if you're if you're the lead investigation, you're a federal agent, you would be able to have the authority of like, I don't want this guy on my task force. Yeah. You would think so. You know? But we'll see. We'll see. And I you know, Raylan maybe he's trying to be a team player. Although that's not Raylan now. <laughs> what the fuck am I yeah, he's it, it, you know he's in a strange city, right? He doesn't know the lay of the land quite yet. True, he's starting to get but it. You got but like this Wingle guy, man. and Mo, just let this uh-huh. just cut this guy loose, man. Cut this guy loose. Yeah, that'd be the smart play. Anyway, let's go over to the casino where the Albanians ask around for Sandy's address, and her boss won't give up that info. So uh, they follow him to his car up on the top of a parking garage where they grab him and threaten to kill him unless he gets Sandy's address from HR. Uh, these are the guys you don't want to fuck around with, right? Skinder is kind of a joke. These are the muscle. Um, yeah. I I don't yeah, know. It, it, if you thought the Albanians were jokes because of Skinder, this scene, these, these scenes should just say that like, yeah, like, because I, I think that if they didn't have these scenes and Raylan goes up to Caroline's like, you should be afraid of these people. We'd be like, whatever, hot dog, man. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, that's just it's skin. He's he's not the typical example of Albanian gangster. He is. He's the idiot man child. Yeah. His uncle calls yeah. him. Yeah. Yeah, like what what Raylan says is like your nephew imbecile or no? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, these other guys are. I don't know how smart they are, but they're serious. They're serious and capable of, of doing violence. Do you think these guys also have panic rooms? Do you think Toma has a panic room? And what what do you think's in it? Because it's probably not music for the women, right? <laughs> and video games for I, the men. <laughs> I bet he's got a panic room in that. Uh, in, in that. Uh, in got the Venus, to sure. Yeah. Yeah. What he has in it, I don't. I don't know. Probably cash. Probably weapons. A year's supply of chocolate pudding. Or maybe it's just maybe it's just like Skinder. That's the one thing that they're they see eye to eye on. Like you got the <laughs> sure, it's a sound yeah, system the, and a you TV. Got, you got the you got the mini fridge and the hi fi. What mm-hmm. what more do you want? You got something for the guys. You got something for the girls. You know, you shut the door. You hang out for a couple of days. Everything blows over. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that. Uh. I don't know this the the lighter haired Albanian muscles name. We we yeah. find that Agron, but I don't know the other guy. Yeah, I don't either. I was looking for his name on the second watch, and we never quite get it. So Agron's yeah. friend, um, man, Sandy's boss is a fucking idiot. I can't believe a guy has this run in with obviously dangerous dudes, and he just goes out to his car at the end of the day like do 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 do. Mm-hmm. I, I, if I have words with a guy in a bar, I'm watching my back walking out that front door an hour or two later, you know, because like you just never yeah. know people waiting in the parking lot and jumpy. This guy just has no just gets back. Like, I don't think he gets out of this no matter what he does. Sure, but at sure. least have your head on a swivel so you can see the bag coming, dude. Yeah. Uh, like Carolyn later in the episode, right? She knows. She knows what's yeah, up. Yeah. Right. Right. But Sandy's boss, bit of a bit of a dipshit. He's already going to work on the next girl. Mm hmm. Speaking of Carolyn, uh, Carolyn's clients complaining about his ankle bracelet being too tight when Raylan arrives at her office. Raylan tells her that the Albanians are after Clement and Sandy and probably her too. Carolyn's not worried, says she's going to continue providing her client with legal representation. Uh, I, I, I assume, so, so there are two things happening here, right? Like Raylan's trying to impress upon her how dangerous the situation is for her. 
And yet, Carolyn also knows that it's dangerous for Clement, too. And she's kind of not... She's kind of okay with Clement getting got. Yeah, I mean, like, even last episode, she's like, do, yeah, if you, you know, like, do your job. Like, she, I, I think she just does... She's trying to protect Sweetie, point blank, period. Mm-hmm. Um, Clem defending Clem is means and also she's a yeah she is a criminal defense attorney she defends like this is her job but I think all else being equal she probably wouldn't take Clem as a client yeah I, I think she hmm I'd like to know more about her history at this point uh, how much danger how much violence has she seen you know is she somebody who can handle herself like an Ava in that situation or mm-hmm. is she someone who doesn't realize the actual danger she's in here until it's going to be too late right come home to to really affect her yeah i mean i think as a defense attorney a high profile one that you know has made a lot of money and all that she would be pretty comfortable dealing with like clem types but clem is especially you know he's especially unhinged type i think is what they're trying to tell us here yeah that's what raylan says right this isn't like your typical cases you know you might play this hard defense attorney uh in the face of people who are willing to use legal means to strong arm you but these are violent people who might want your blood she says something later on about like once i get home i can handle myself which implies to me that she must have some sort of arsenal maybe panic room herself and, and knows her way around it uh-huh. But, you know, uh, there's a I don't know if you've heard of America. There's millions of people with guns out there. Uh, how many of them actually train? How many of them actually, <laughs> you know, could back uh, like, you know, could 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 back up a threat if if, if uh, people were coming at them? I, I, I have no idea. Like I said, is mm-hmm. she, the Ava type is going to roll with a shotgun or. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure she would do what she not. could. I just wonder if this yeah. is in her history, right? Has she has she had to do that before? Or is this something yeah. that is entirely new, like Raylan's trying to impress upon her? Yeah. I don't know. And like, you know, there's this is a constant theme this season. Uh, so far, you do your job, I'll do mine, and we'll see what happens. That's mm-hmm. kind of like Raylan gets to serve her that back in this episode, but that's, you know, like she doesn't see a way out right now of her situation. Yeah. And there's a real short scene after that one where Wendell calls Raylan and douche cop to tell him that the Albanians have left the casino and they moved to tail him. Cause he's an effective tail. He doesn't get spot when, 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 when Brill's not leading the, uh, the, uh, six foot five guy hiding out of a casino <laughs> tailing these guys. No one makes him. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Brill can't do the same on the streets. Crazy. And then we go over to sweetie. He gets some bad news about his insurance claim on his bar. Should have got that cop insurance. Sweetie could have told you that uh sandy and clement show up sweetie says can you get a can you get a law enforcement writer on your in on your uh I, I don't, business i don't imagine you can but i feel like maybe you should be able to yeah yeah certain people I might so. need it I, I, is that true that insurance agents uh, will deny a claim because the cops did it i mean they is deny that... claims for every reason you know and then it's yours mm-hmm. to fight it uh true. i guess that's true yeah they have entire department i used to work for an insurance company they have entire departments devoted to denying people's claims sure and yeah. they, you know they they would say 
that they're for, uh, you know, properly servicing the claims, but really right. they're looking for the loopholes. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, well, that sucks. Yeah, it does. Yeah, the cops we- can apparently come in and bust you up and you got no recourse. Were you surprised? Well, I mean, you do have recourse. Like, I think you, could you sue can them. go through the yeah. city, but like, I've heard that it can take years to mm-hmm. get. The, you will be made whole, but like those 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 particular wheels of justice grind pretty slow. Um, and even then, it's not even a guarantee. But uh, were you surprised that they took this gun kind of off the table? Uh-huh. Uh huh. You know, the, I I thought that they were going to the confusion over who has what. And whether that's in the river or not, I thought that was going to be the engine that kind of runs the back half of the season. But they're like, nope, fuck it. We're taking yeah. the engine apart, draining it of gas, winterizing it, putting it in the shed for storage. Uh, they must have something. This book, they must be pivoting to the book or something else. That's uh, uh, some, some big MacGuffin, because I, I thought this gun was going yeah. to be it. I did too. Um, yeah, there's the book in play, and the Albanians are in play now too. I think those will be probably enough to sustain it. Um, but yeah, I was super surprised by that. And Sugar still got the, or not Sugar, Sweetie, mm-hmm. still got the gun. And Clem's not even that eager to get it back. Yeah, he doesn't ask for it. Nothing. Yeah, it's just like, oh yeah, you got it. All right interesting you'd mm-hmm. think that'd be like you guys especially since Clem's not very slick about asking for things that he needs and wants he's either playing this extremely cool or he's got <laughs> another way to that he thinks he's got to hook sweetie somehow D- does he think maybe carolyn can shield him from this you know he's got this high profile defense attorney who you know it 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 would be easy i guess to to prove that the gun was the gun that killed the people in the wrecking crew killings it's but is easy it to easy to that. put him there is it you know you have sweetie's testimony right mm. that's the thing that would do it but is that enough or does he think yeah. that carolyn can get him out of this i mean he'd he'd be barking up the wrong tree there because carolyn i think wants him to go down yeah for sure i don't know i don't and know is I don't actively know helping like- sweetie and using the word think in terms of like Clem's plans, I don't know if uh, <laughs> fair like because he just thinks he's invincible. Mm-hmm. So clearly, yes, I don't know if he thinks he's going to be shielded by Carolyn or something. But like, I yeah, I don't know that it. Uh, but I also think he might have something else up his sleeve. We'll have to see. Yeah. So Sweetie says, you know, I, I think you were trying to set me up by having Sandy plant this in my bar, and he says you can make it right by paying for the damage that the cops did to it. And Clement shows him the diary and says his money's right there. Uh, he also tries to give him this ring from... He tries to give him Sandy's ring from Skinder's panic room, I think. Yeah. There's the, his engagement, Albanian engagement. Oh, ring. yeah, yeah, there, yeah. There's a couple of really interesting things where, like, they're pointing to uh, Clem being a flim-flam man. Like, the fact uh-huh. that he is offering to pay his own debts with other people's money. Uh, the fact when, you know... He talks about his Walther P-38. Yeah, that's a, that's a good gun. That's a genuine World War II replica. Uh-huh. A, it, genuine uh, replica? Gen- yeah, I mean, what? I guess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a it's a real replica gun. That's mm-hmm. true. But, like, those words don't usually go together. Yeah. Uh like you took that off a of dead Nazi? Okay, cool. That's but you just you just bought it because it's what you know. 
Yeah, I don't know what his deal with the gun is. He seems really like like he would want it back, but he doesn't care. I Yeah, it's like it's his weird. gun. His gun. Uh-huh. I don't I don't I don't know. Very strange. Uh let's go over to the Albanians breaking into Sandy's dress and they tie up the the current occupant. We'll find out that that's uh Sandy's roommate, uh Hina, and they threaten to pull out her teeth unless she calls Sandy. She's apparently Laotian because the subtitles say she's speaking Lao. Ah. Um, she is, like, as the guy says, brave. Like, I cannot believe how mm-hmm. much uh, piss and vinegar is in this woman. Uh, even, like, when the guy pull, I thought the, like, the defiance would fade once the guy pulls out the pliers, but she still has nope. spice for him. She's like, oh, what's, what makes that an Albanian tooth extractor? <laughs> I'm wounding it. <laughs> Uh uh-huh. yeah, shit gets real when the pliers come out, man. <laughs> and and you're zip tied to a chair. Yeah, I don't I don't think I would be doing what she's doing here, but you know, good for her. Uh yeah. she only gets on one hand, tooth pulled, I think, in the end. Yeah, I couldn't quite tell because they threatened mo- to start with molars, so like I wasn't sure what they're yeah. implying when he was pulling out a, an eye tooth, and it's like, are she's missing some molars, or is that the first one? Or I I have Mm-hmm. I don't know, but uh, I also like the guy when he's explaining how the t- more and more teeth are extracted. He's like, it's like uh, pyramid sets at gym. Uh-huh. <laughs> stack that weight on you at the end. So Hina calls up Sandy, who's at uh, lunch with Clement, and says that a water pipe broke in their apartment, and it's headed for stuff. Uh, Sandy wants to leave in the middle of the meal so Clement calls over the waitress not to get the check but rather to complain about his steak and then he tells Sandy look I'll buy you some new shoes we're not leaving until I get my steak and then the Albanians tell Hina that if Sandy isn't home in 20 minutes they'll start pulling her teeth it's such a chode way like I I mean look man if you order your steak rare and it comes out medium send it back but the 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 most passive aggressive way possible. Oh my god! But you know, Clint, I've, I've it's been said he's a bad dude. Yeah, he sucks. Being rude to being rude to waitstaff, relatively minor, but it's just it's it just it really sets me off. It does he? So so does he not get the check here because he doesn't care about Sandy's emergency, or does he not get it because he knows that this is bullshit? Yes, the latter. You think so? No, he's I I yeah, yeah, the whole like the, his whole effect when he cruises by the flat and Raylan is dealing with all this bullshit and he waves is not a man like, "Oh my god, I dodged the bullet." It's more like, "Yeah, it's exact. Yeah, thanks for taking thanks for taking this bullet for me." Uh-huh. I think I, I can see it. Yeah. That's the thing. It's it's a legit question here because I know he also doesn't care about Sandy's problems. This he is only cares true. about himself. So it could yeah. honestly be both. You know, it could be that it's a dude. It's another fucking instance of luck, and and he's not shocked because he just assumes it's going to work out in his favor. Like, oh look at not like, oh my god, I dodged the bullet. More of just like, oh look at this right. dumbass marshal. Like, he, maybe he doesn't even think about it. Could anything shock this guy? I mean, the police showed up and arrested him, took him in for questioning the last episode. And he didn't yeah. seem shocked by that at all. True, he's pretty what do you call a hardened criminal. Yeah, I don't know, man. 
uh, I could buy either. But I guess mm-hmm. I because I, uh, I think I think Clem is clever but dumb. You know, uh-huh. like yeah. he has like minute to minute tactical tactics down pretty, but like he larger strategy and like you know how is this all going to fit into you being king of the city? I, I don't think he's got so like I I could buy, <laughs> uh-huh. I could buy that. I just know he's a White Stripes fan because he keeps mentioning White Stripes stuff. He keeps playing it on the did, radio. Dead leaves in the dirty ground. Yeah. Oh, it's a White Stripes song. Gotcha. Uh. Which, you know, that might be the only thing we have in common. All right, let's go over to Carolyn telling Sweetie that she talked to someone in the prosecutor's office and they are willing to give him immunity if he hands over the weapon and testifies about the murders. She urges him to be a snitch and he says, ah, got another opportunity I'm going to pursue and tells her about the judge's little black book. Does Sweetie take this deal if the book is not on the table? Because I'm trying to think of like how much of this was hmm. like I'm not going to snitch and how much of it is I'm not going to snitch when I have a better option. Because he, yeah. he seemed pretty keen to make a deal last episode, but he also might have been under the illusion I can just give him the gun and that'll connect and then I can just, you know, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't have to do anything. Because it's almost like the public image of him. Like he wouldn't mind uh-huh. snitching if it didn't blow back on him. I, I don't know. I, I mean... I can see it with, with how interested he was last episode and how, you know, pissed off he was last episode at Clement. I could see him justifying snitching, right? Like he thinks Clement planted this gun, to try and get the cops to take him down for the wrecking crew murders. Yeah. It, that's, that's snitch worthy. I think. Right. So his whole thing is like, it's this, cause like, it's kind of like, you know, people saying that the Amish are dumb because, you know, they don't believe in electricity when honestly the reason Amish do this stuff is a lot more complicated than that. It could still be mm-hmm. dumb in your opinion, but it's not just because they don't believe in electricity. <laughs> is it possible that like, sweetie, it's like, I don't use the system to solve my problems, but if someone's using a system to try to fuck me, yeah. I will use the system to fuck them back. And could once be. he realized that that's not what was going on here. And he now has another option, you know. Like you said. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's both. Like, I, I do wonder, mm-hmm. like, you know, when it comes to principles and stuff, it's like if because it, 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 he says, I didn't know how he was moving. And now I understand. I think that's like I thought he was fucking me over and now I know he's not. But also I now know a way I can fuck him over like just by might by 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 the right of my own cunning and might. You know, I'm not going to mm-hmm. use anybody else. to. F- so I, I guess it all tracks out. And this opportunity is big. You know, it's it's not. It's not just an opportunity to get a bunch of money for him. Yeah. I, I, there's more to it, right? And this is what I love about justified villains. They're typically, mm-hmm. they a lot of them can be very sympathetic too. Like this is an yeah. older guy who his life just keeps getting toppled over, right? Like mm-hmm. the cops bust in, break up his bar. He he got screwed on the whole wrecking crew thing by who somebody he thought it was for his friend. Uh-huh. And, and he says, I'm tired of waiting around for the right thing to happen. And yeah, the guy's getting old. When is his life going to give him a break? You know, and this might be it. And it's not just about the money. It's about justice, you know, in a weird way. He feels like he's owed something by the world. And now is his opportunity to get it. Yeah. So it's more complicated than that. My my bigger question is, what is Carolyn going to do with this? Is she going to take this opportunity to become a judge? 
She says it's a dangerous like game, it. right? But that doesn't yeah. mean she won't play it. She, and the way she said wading around in murky water is how you get bit made me instantly think of alligators and, mm-hmm. you know, the, 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 it's not the bayou. What is it? The, the mangroves. And it makes me think of the Everglades in Florida. Are we going to, are, are we going to end back up in Florida? Is someone going to get eaten by a gator? <laughs> uh, maybe. Like, I mean, this is some, this is this kind of stuff that you look back and call foreshadowing. And uh-huh. like, didn't Willa mention on a gator farm? Uh-huh. And this season, like, I think all roads are leading back to someone getting get bit by a gator. Okay. Yeah, I'd love to see it. And that would also put them back, because isn't isn't that where, is is Willa in Florida? Or is she yeah. living? Okay. Pretty so sure she's in they're Florida. They're all living. Okay. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm. There, there was a season of Justify that dealt with some people in Florida, right? The first season was, yeah. Well, the no, Miami later. What, one of the, one of the. He wasn't, he wasn't a big bad, but he was an asshole running a uh, bar in Florida, right? Oh, yeah. The or did crow, he come to Kentucky um, to do that? Some of the I think some of the crows came back with Alicia Witt. Like, was the, she was the, the yes. redheaded, like, uh-huh. the smart one that was kind of trying to do. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, I could definitely see us spending some time in Florida. Because you almost have it to get put, Willa back in play that's the thing like i think the clem is going to go crazy going to want like just going to want revenge going to want to try to hurt Raylan. It's going to try to track down his mm-hmm. daughter it's going to lead it's going to lead him getting bit by an alligator so what makes this personal like I, I feel like there's always an element of this is personal from the the villain side of things mm. when it comes to Raylan. and like so far we haven't really felt that what is going to make clem feel like this is personal Because I don't even know if killing Sandy does it, right? Yeah. He's untouchable in that way, it it seems. We don't know how to hurt Clem yet. We don't know what is important to him. And I don't know if we'll ever... Yeah, I mean, because that's the thing. It's like, to make it personal, I'd have to know how you could actually hurt Clem. Right. Uh, Humiliate him. Maybe just humiliating him. Like, if Raylan got one over on him in a way... Uh, that it's like you know Raylan's just doing his job, but like Clem can't imagine, you know, this happening to mm-hmm. him unless somebody's got it out for him, right? I, I but yeah, I, yeah. I, don't know. I guess the only thing he cares about is his own image of himself. But it could be like I don't know that Clem needs a reason to make it personal because it's like showing up at because he's like <laughs> sure, he interpreted like Raylan talking in his official capacity as an investigator to his girlfriend who we agreed he does not give a shit about he interpreted that as like well you're talking to my girl i'm gonna talk to your girl he's very tit for tat like mm-hmm. confrontational that way so i don't know he needs a reason like it could be like yeah if Raylan's through some no fault of his own sandy gets killed in the investigation i could see clem not because he gives a shit about sandy but like S- sandy is his property and you fuck, and Raylan took you that fuck from with him. his yeah. property now i'm going to go and fuck with your girl or girls i can see it that might make some sense but uh yeah how we get from there that seems like that's that that makes a lot of sense for the end of the season but how we get there anybody's guess Mm -hmm. uh yeah and i'm super curious to see what carolyn's next move is i I think she's tempted by this but you know she's got some interactions with raylan in this episode that i think might ground her a little bit more um, it's what she wants. It's and also it's ha- yeah. also like what Sweetie is saying here is kind of roughly how she was raised. So she sees the appeal of 
all these people doing so many unfair things to her, you know, her her filthy mm-hmm. ex that's running around, getting her into debt and fucking her. Like, what if she could solve all those problems with a with a little bit of help of Judge Guy's corruption? I think she sees mm-hmm. the appeal just like like Sweetie does. Like, I can just do this myself. I don't need any handouts. I don't need to beg. I don't need to kiss ass. I can just make it happen. I can be a player. Yeah. And you might be safer than you would be if, you know, you stepped into those waters because, like, Judge Guy didn't end up so well. Uh, right. He ended up dead. I, I don't know if that would have happened without Clement in play, but it seemed like it. Um, and you got to remember, like, this, I think the law, the law enforcement is still laboring on the impression that all of this is connected. The Albanian, uh-huh. the judge, the, and they don't realize that these are entirely separate crimes that are just motivated by... Clem's capriciousness. Uh-huh. Yeah, we'll see when they finally realize that. Uh, so Raylan arrives at Sandy's apartment, and douche cops suggest they wait for Clement to show up, but Raylan decides to go in, and they bust in just in time to catch the guys in the act of pulling out Hina's teeth. But she causes a ruckus and gets Agron killed by douche cop, and then Clement and Sandy roll by just in time to see Raylan and the body in the street. I, I, I gave Brill a half point of respect that he actually backed up Raylan on his play because I was thinking that he might do something to get Raylan <laughs> like hurt. Yeah, but it comes out of Raylan's point stash, right? Because like I don't know that I trust this guy to get the front door. Yeah, like at this point, I I would not trust this guy. Period. And you yeah. cannot you cannot run with a partner that you don't trust. True, but like I said, he had a he could have fucked over Raylan here, and he didn't one hundred percent fuck him. So again, sure. a half point, a half point of respect. <laughs> yeah, um, and he's th- he's in a negative twenty deficit right now, so he's got a long oh, way to yeah. go for even the break even on respect. But you know, he didn't do the worst thing here. I think this is a great scene. Um, the the resolution of the scene, I think, is great. the The ending where you know Raylan's staring at this body in the street. The the consequences of this action, I think, are what he's looking at here. He's like, wow, man, we just took out one of the Albanians. This is going to be a real problem for us because now they're going to be gunning for us, too. Okay, I don't know if I agree with you there. Do you think Toma is so deranged that he's going to go after the cops? Like... I think a, a gangster as old and successful as him is going to be like, I sent my nephews there. The cops showed up and they were actively pulling teeth out of this woman's head. Like, I don't know that you start murdering federal cops just because one of your dudes caught a bullet in in the in the maybe, lawful prosecution of their job. You know, like that maybe seems not. Like but a, I also wouldn't be the guy who's telling the cops, look, uh, you better find this guy quick because I'm going to kill him. I, I don't know that this guy has oh, you think a lot of restraint. You think they'll come after Brill and like Raylan will get mixed up in that? Look, the way they've the described right the Albanian, the Albanians are they are fiercely loyal uh, to their their family, right? But they're and not fools. They're not like stupid. I don't know. Yeah, is it, is it is it foolish to start a feud that will last generations and decimate? Both of your families, eh, probably. I, I don't know. I don't they know, they strike start me the feud with the federal government, though. Like I, I, I guess sure, that's no, that remains to be seen. Yeah, it, it would be a, it would be a stupid move, but justice might demand it. You know, their own honor might be, demand it. I just always realized that, like, I kind of judge everything as a baseline of like what what would Vito Corleone do? 
Uh-huh. I feel like Vito, uh, if Sonny, his own son, mm-hmm. when he was 18, 19, run around, held up a liquor store, got sh- got shot by cops. Yeah, he does wouldn't Vito, go to like, war go with and the cops. Fu- and, yeah, does he like take out the lieutenant that was over? To- like, I don't think so. I think he probably's like, you know what? This is this is fucking Sonny. It's a hothead. He got his shit wrecked, and this should mm-hmm. be a lesson to everybody. But like, I don't think he goes wages war against. So like, I don't know. Is this guy? I, I, he. I thought that he was more of in a veto mold. That he's a little, you know, like he he definitely is going to get his end if he can possibly do it and get and meet out the justice that he thinks is warranted. But he's not going to like take his whole family down because of it. And that's like fucking killing a marshal is what you're. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see, you're man. You're Detroit we'll Albanian, see. and you kill a federal marshal, and you think you're going to get away with it? I just don't know. I don't know about that. But you might. He, maybe I, he's he, well. He might not think he can get away with it. He might just maybe just flee. Like the I old said, it might not be a case of like, oh, I think I can get away with it. It might just be a it's case just of like, justice demands care. it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you killed our family. We have to kill you. There, there is no he'd question be significantly here. Significantly dumber than Vito Corleone. Sure. Which is fine. Sure. Criminals yeah. can be that way. Just... <laughs> yeah, we mentioned Jeremy Davies earlier. Yeah, they also are, significantly dumber than Vito Corleone. Yeah. yeah, average criminal probably dumber than the average civilian. I'm just Dewey saying. Crow significantly mm-hmm. dumber than Vito Corleone. <laughs> Definitely could not yeah. run a family. No. Uh, I don't know. And then the the you know the ultimate ending of the scene where. Uh, Clement and Sandy roll by and Clement just slow motion finger gun oh. at Raylan. Like he, he was already too much when he waved at him. But uh-huh. then when he turned it to the finger gun and sh- gave him a parting shot, like, oh my God. Yeah. You're waving a red flag it. at the bull. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I did also love uh, Raylan pinning that tough Albanian guy just with like, you know, just just like with extra emphasis of his gun and a disapproving facial expression. Just like just. just yeah. Don't. Classic Raylan. Uh, yeah, nobody had to die in that scene either. But Hina just couldn't contain her rage. Right. Like you pulled out my teeth, you son of a bitch. No, I mean, that's the thing is Hina's like, she's uh, she's a formidable woman. Uh-huh. She's done got her te- teeth pulled out of her skull and she wants she wants a pound of this guy's flesh. Yeah, she got more than a pound. She got it all. All 220 of it or whatever. Uh, mm-hmm. So let's go over to Carolyn, who leaves her office late at night, notices someone tailing her and she calls Raylan and leads the Albanians to his location. Raylan sends him home. Oh. Yeah, I, I think are they doing something interesting there with like the Albanians? Uh, he thought he had this whole thing about courage and how it evaporates. And, you know, Hina, when she got a turn the table, she's like goes after this guy, gets one of them killed. And then this guy goes out and cries like you could say a little baby about his partner. You know, he's just in anguish. Mm-hmm. So whose courage crumbled? Uh, Yeah. No, that's fair. I mean, I mean, he yeah. remained defiant to the end, certainly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I just thought that's a fun, a fun little note. Yeah, and she's she was very brave. Uh, but Raylan spanks these Albanians like little children and sends them home, telling them Carolyn's off limits. And then Raylan goes to Carolyn and says, uh, it "Tells her what happened at Sandy's place and that the cops are going to guard her house, even though she doesn't want them to." Yeah, the sparkle in his eye when he goes, "Hey, I'm just doing my job." But he, you know, like this is part of what marshals do is we. Um, I guess that's one of their larger jobs is like they provide courtroom security. 
So she's a high value part of this investigation, and mm -hmm. uh, she's going to get she's going to get protection. I keep wondering Simple if as. there's a reason she doesn't want this because she really protests a lot about Raylan putting cops at her it, house. And is this she doesn't want them seeing something that's going on there? Maybe the, the yeah. Jamal stuff might get a little hairy if they go digging around or something else. Her connection with Sweetie may. I don't know. That is what that you just said it. I think that like this is a very sweetie way of looking because you even she says it's like what what would happen if someone sees you out here? Like mm -hmm. what if it gets True. out that I'm asking like I, I requested police protection because I'm a you know, it's like showing a weakness. It's sending the wrong symbol to your hothead outlaw client like I, and I, I think, yeah, yeah there is some, some some reasons to fear. And also she's proud. She's proud and she's There's independent. That, yeah. and she's She's gotten this far in life, uh, much like Judge uh, Guy, defiant. Like, I made it this far in this racist-ass town with anybody's help. I don't want some tall white dude in a cowboy hat helping me now. I, I, I think it makes a certain amount of sense. Oh, yeah. I, I think that's the plain reading of it. I just wonder if there's more to it. You know. And it also shows that she's smart because like she's like ready to poo poo Raylan, like, look, I get yeah, okay, I'm in danger, but this is my job. But like when the shit is hitting the fan, she's not so stupid that she doesn't call Raylan mm -hmm. and have him deal with these dangerous dudes. Yeah, she's not just uh, gonna drive home and think I'll deal with them when I get there. <laughs> yeah, she's not delusional. Right. No, she seems smart and capable and, and proud and uh all the other things you need to be to be in her position. And again, I, I can't get enough of Raylan, uh, you know, essentially just using a sheer force of will to repel bad guys. It's, you know, yeah. it's like very polite, but he's got his hand on his hip. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they got to go back to Toma and say, well, we were tailing her, but the cops, uh, that, that Raylan guy, he scared us away. Yeah, and I wonder, I guess, does, but does Thomas say redouble your efforts or it's like, yeah, okay, well, you know. Uh, yeah, this is not the last we've seen of the Albanians, certainly. Uh, whether they oh, try yeah. to revenge kill Raylan or not, um, they're still in play. So, Sweetie goes to Weems condo where Clement woos him into joining the blackmail job with a rousing rendition of the Beach Boys' Kokomo. So I oh, last week asked if you thought there was a little hint of um, Sweetie and his employee, which I guess his name is Trinell, mm -hmm. uh, being gay. Uh -huh. And I thought it was interesting that he invited Sweetie down to Aruba in like a couple's vacation. So I t I'm taking this as almost confirmation that Sweetie. Now I actually think about his nickname, Sweetie. That's like kind of you know a way to refer to someone being swishy. Hmm. Uh, okay. There's a little, 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 little too much sugar in the blood. Got some diabetes. He's sweet, <laughs> Sweetie. Like I I, okay. I I think all and in this scene, uh -huh. I got the clear idea that Clem has used his sexual wares on sweetie that sweetie is like actually sweet on him that they mm, used to be former lovers like back in the wrecking crew days and i'm not saying the two guys can't dance together and like a joking camaraderie i could i could dance the beach boys kokomo with you and it wouldn't necessarily be gay i'm just saying the way that shelly was looking at them and 
you yeah know, the way to like uh, like clint like like sweetie kind of like you know is mad at clint but he can't it, it, it mirrors so much what the relationship between it's not shelly is it it's uh say it sandy, sandy? it, it, uh-huh. it m- mirrors so much of what clem's doing with sandy and i don't think clem's above like i don't know whether he's heterosexual bisexual gay what like i think that clem is all about clem and clem will use people how he sees fit and i don't think he's above oh, yeah. using his sexuality to control people and i mean he's I waving his package around like nobody's that's business another right thing yeah, yeah. like well, i don't know Honestly, you can, that robe. robe closes don't don't bullshit us man that robe closes yeah 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 and, and i like his robe game i, I like that i just this, this tidy whitey stuff though oh yeah it's i don't know people those look like vintage too like those are 1970 <laughs> yeah. looms he got a wall uh, like uh that's goodwill pre-calvin klein shit right there man that's yeah yeah yeah, yeah it's pretty sure my dad wore that shit when i was a kid uh but, but I, he's, I do, he's shameless I, about it he, he will rock that stuff yeah, I think I think Shameless is exactly uh, Clem, and I think he's he's kind of shamelessly flirting with uh, Sweetie to kind of seal the deal. Yeah, it could be that uh, you know suck him in if they did have a relationship before, kind of sucking him into old times, right? Like mm-hmm. old times, but better, you know, because now we got an even bigger score. The Wrecking Crew stuff. Remember how awesome that was when we both got away with a bunch of money? Yeah, well, times man. ten that, and that's what we're looking at here, buddy. And you know I'm not going to screw you because you're so instrumental to the plot. You know this. I don't know the city. <laughs> right. I don't know how to get at these guys. It's all you. It's all you. And yeah, we're going to split things 50-50, sweetie. Of course we're going to. Like, he's just, yeah. And, the and that's is, the hilarious like, thing is he's he's right about that. It is all, it, it is probably all going to be sweetie right up until uh, the point where he doesn't need him anymore. And then he's going to take all the money. Sweetie's holding the murder weapon. Uh-huh. With his hands bloody. And the cops are wee woo, wee woo. And Clem is nowhere to be found. But I think is, mm-hmm. I think the sweetie, like it's not that he's immune to the charm, but I think sweetie is, you know, maybe this worked 10 years ago, but like, I think he's been through the cy- cycle with, and he's, he's going to try to keep a clear head. Yeah. Th- this is going to get interesting. I think because I, I do think Clem is trying to play sweetie and I think the opposite is true. I think yeah. they're both trying to play each other here and yeah. that's kind of exciting because I think also, sweetie I be... is much more it, the impression I've gotten from sweetie is he is more cautious and a long-term thinker whereas Clement is impulsive and kind of dumb uh, and, and to see those two go head to head I think it's going to be super cool. Agreed. And I, and I will also say that I'm not 100% sure on the sexual dynamics thing. It's just a thing I've been picking up. So Yeah, yeah. If they're doing it, it's, it's fairly subtle. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So then we go to the final scene here where Carolyn notices Raylan staking out her house and goes outside to share some bourbon with him. And she asks what his plan is. And he says, ah, just shooting from the hip, <laughs> which is so Raylan. Fucking Blantons. Uh huh. Little Kentucky bourbon for the Kentucky boy. She knows. I was so I got I got a bottle of Blantons for Christmas like five years ago, and I was so excited because it's one of those you know it's it's uh-huh. it's especially now it's like getting up there one of those like hard to find bottles. Yeah. And I'm like, oh man, and I finally cracked into an open it. I'm like, this is just bourbon. <laughs> it's I I think it's one of the most overrated of the highly sought after bourbons but it's super recognizable and everybody I'm knows with it you. i i had blanton's years ago before it had that reputation 
yeah. when it was just like, oh, it's the cool bottle with the horse on top, right? Yeah, like, yeah. It's collectible. Uh-huh. It's, it's got a neat topper. Uh, and it's like 45 bucks. You know, it's not that expensive. Uh-huh. It's maybe double the price of a normal bourbon, but it's not, you know, Pappy Van Winkle, like Grandpappy or something. Uh, I'm with you. It's it's good bourbon. It's not like it's good I wouldn't pay hundreds of dollars for a bottle. That's the thing is like I've had good bur- where I like, you know, I sit back and like, God damn, that is a good bourbon. I can understand mm-hmm. why this is like, you know, worth its weight in gold. But Blanton's was kind of like, ah, is this twice as good as Jim Beam? <laughs> yeah, like I just, for sure it is. But it's only twice ah, the price of it. So twice as good. I don't know. I don't know if it's twice as good as Jim Beam because Jim Beam's a hell of a, a well well whiskey in my opinion but I, I don't know I, hmm. I just thought but like yeah when the sure. Blanton's bottle came out and then they shit talk Blanton both of them you know <laughs> she acts like this is like fucking hooch this is like straight ever this is like straight moonshine and Raylan's even like yeah it tastes better if you do something light it on fire and I'm like god damn wow you get a bottle of Blanton's you just run it down but well I mean fair. the sparkler thing is you know about his daughter buying her the drink right that's oh, silly oh of course yeah he's like it tastes better with a sparkler <laughs> and that's okay i yeah. thought he was trying to make such, such a joke about like toning down it's smoke. i'm like I'm no like, i think wow, he likes literally. it she's not a bourbon fan no, but she yeah. knows he likes it and he does yeah because that's the other thing is raylan's a old school bourbon fan he's waxed poetic about it three or four times in the show's history so i was kind of like wow i just assume everyone from kentucky is legally required to be a bourbon fan I mean, yeah. Or at least pay lip service to it. Yeah, it's probably probably uh, get drummed out of the Commonwealth if you're uh-huh. <laughs> too loud about that opinion anyway. Yeah. Go go to Cincinnati if you're not if you're not a bourbon fan. <laughs> I'm a bourbon fan. Uh, Blanton's is good. Yeah. But. I I so so the, the the other thing is Raylan's out here looking at pictures of his daughter. He's clearly uh-huh. feeling a certain way about him being a dad and she comes and kind of like pushes on that a bit but also says oh you're free and unencumbered you're just going to stay out here all night and that's where we Florida. yeah like i yeah dude if they i'm i am going to be significantly less shocked than you mm-hmm. if they start the next episode of them in bed because i think that's where this is going look carolyn's shooting her shot and i can't blame her for trying but it's Raylan Givens. Raylan the hoops, the hoops, a hundred foot tall here. I don't think she's gonna hit that goal. I don't think she's gonna make it, man. Just because to <laughs> this date he's only kind of been interested in wispy blondes, uh huh. You know, maybe he's never gotten like a half gallon of Rocky Road before, <laughs> and he's like, God damn, I've had these vanilla ice cream cones from McDonald's all this time, and holy shit, look at all this. Mm-hmm. Look at all this. I'm just saying, like, I think it's I think it's significantly more tempting than than you're you're intimating here. But we'll find man. Out. Uh, well, all I'm saying is you're you're a man who's used to drinking Blanton's. I don't know if you can go back to Evan Williams. Wow. This is Carolyn slander. <laughs> OK, Carolyn that's fair. Slander. I don't know if you go back to Jim Beam. That's the five out of ten, right? <sighs> Justified at baldmove.com if you got opinions on Jim's opinions. Mm-hmm. Uh, otherwise, uh, do you want to get the feedback? You got some more yeah, let's do closing it. thoughts are justified. We got to get out of this town alive. We'll be right back. Ooh, wait. Well, I just poured a fresh shot of bourbon. We're back with more Justified. 
Keith's up first. Uh, we were talking about Raymond Cruz and how what an interesting name Raymond Cruz is. Uh, of course, he's the great actor to pra- uh, portrays Tuco and uh, Breaking Bad. But Keith points out Officer Raymond Cruz is a recurring character in the Elmore Leonard universe. He's actually the original main hmm. character in the book City Primeval. He's played in episode two by a character actor named Paul Calderon, who also played Raymond Cruz in the movie Out of Sight. Michael Keaton has also played the same character in both Jackie Brown and Out of Sight as well. Paul hmm. Calderon is famously the guy who almost got the Jules part in Pulp Fiction. In fact, Quintino wrote that part with him in mind, but Samuel L. Jackson blew the addition so far out of the water that he yeah. won it. Paul ended up being the bartender in Pulp Fiction. Huh. Okay. And then as an, in a nod to Elmore Leonard, this Cruise character briefly appears in the second episode. Remember that flashback to the, uh, the, the what were, what's the name of the gang? The Wrecking Crew. The Wrecking Crew yeah. murders. He's sitting and it says like an R. Cruise on his little uh. detective, detective patch, his little bulletproof vest, um, as the camera pans over the cop car. And oh, he's just man. sitting there smiling. So no chance so, that we get the, the real life Raymond Cruise. We're not going to get the oh, real man. life. But for Elmore Leonard fans, I think this is even more exciting. I probably got oh, five, yeah. six emails addressing this. So thanks for the hat tip on that. I yeah, I did not know that. Um, Scott sent a very long resume uh, showing his Elmore Leonard bona, f- bona fides. Bona fides? I'm not sure how you pronounce that. I'm not either. He's bonafide. He's a bonafide Elmore Leonard fan. And he says, as much as I love watching the increasingly Silver Fox Oliphant swaggering around looking cool, the thing I love most about Justified, the series, is that it felt very Leonard. The show captured his voice and world. And what I'm looking for in an Elmore Leonard adaptation are three things. One, the unique dialogue, which brings characters to life in usually a humorous way. Two, the antagonists who are usually opportunists who think they're smarter than they are, but are in fact agents of chaos. And three, nods to the wider Leonard universe with the same shared characters and feel of a lived-in world. I'm happy to report that City Primeval has these factors in spades. A couple of examples so far. One, the dialogue. You ever watched Yellowstone? I'd fuck the shit out of Kevin Costner. Just scream the kind of dialogue that Leonard might have written. Uh, This felt like classic Leonard. They've really nailed that feel. Two, Boyd Holbrook is terrific as Clement Manziel. He's a psychopathic opportunist, a real agent of chaos. He might yet be outdone by the compelling actions of other antagonists, as per Leonard's style. Sandy might yet double-cross him, or Sweetie, or Carolyn, his lawyer. Three, there are some names out there that are pretty familiar at the original book and other films, including a surprise, and he talks about the Paul Calderon as Raymond Cruz. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't tell you how happy I am to see Raylan Givens, and by extension, the Leonard universe back on our screens. I hope this is a success, and they come back for more. Um, th- I will say that like I've gotten mostly in the last few weeks praise for this show, but I was looking on the like the Reddit and it seems like there's a strong undercurrent of yeah. people not like this is getting universal critical acclaim. I'm digging it, um, but there's a, quite a few people who are not enjoying it. Um, I don't know how big of a segment of the fan base it is. It's a loud one. I, I can't even go it to that subreddit because it's overwhelming. Ninety uh, so percent of the posts are just hugely negative in ways that I think are uh, just un- unthinking. Um, yeah, yeah, it's disappointing to see that happening there. And there's some like I I, I think a big critic like I I I'm not even going to talk about it anymore because it's the same. But like I think the music is not as good as it should be an justified show but also like their regular kind of like bluegrass might not fit Detroit I don't know um, I think the the end credits 
uh song is kind of cool oh yeah i, I almost think that should be the the intro but the main one yeah and i you know like i said i think that detroit loses a little bit in comparison to harlan but um yeah i i i 100 agree with you i do not know what's going on with that subreddit is just taken over by and that usually in a show um, in any kind of community, you got to decide, like, you know, when you're halfway through the season, uh, which which voice are you going to prioritize? Because if the people that hate the show just are, you know, won't just stop watching and move on to other things, like <laughs> right. it makes it impossible for the people that are liking it to discuss it. So I wonder, I wonder and, and it's uh, like if they're just the, being laissez-faire over there. And do you really hate the show if you continue to come back every week and watch it? I mean, why are you watching if you hate the show so much? That's what I never understand. How can week after week a contingent be out there so pissed off about how bad the show is and yet continue to watch it i mean we did 11 seasons of the walking dead but we were being paid handsomely through a lot exactly of so, so who's paying yeah, these people I, that's what i want to know yeah big big justified yeah is paying these people to shit all of detroit want i don't know i, I honestly don't i honestly don't know because like i said i i think you can make you could quibble um, I don't know that the Willa is being executed as as, as a high level as it, as it could have been. Um, the music's eh. Um, Detroit's not as cool as Harlan, but like, yeah, like I, Tim Allen has lost a step, and all yeah. the writers still have an immense amount of affection for this 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 character, and I think are doing him justice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think so. all the characters are being done justice here. I'm really enjoying watching them. Reginald says, we had a question about Willis phone to 3%. You know, like, what is it going to mean? He said, I got a simple explanation. Maybe the reason her sh- phone is shown to be at 3% explain why she wouldn't have her with it or she wouldn't have it with her because she has to charge her cell phone in the hotel room while she's downstairs with Clem. Yeah. I, I think that's exactly right. Like, she wasn't answering the phone. They mm-hmm. just threw that in for, like, it's not her being willful and she's, like, not answering her old man. It's just that she's wasn't diligent about plugging in her phone the night before which happens to my 16 mm-hmm. year old and it's always frustrating <laughs> yeah anyway um changing gears a bit it seems a little out of touch for the show to have a 15 year old girl wearing t-shirts bearing the names of guns and roses and acdc that type oh. of outfit would be more in line with someone a person as old as her father grandfather no. or even great grandfather would wear no no i hate to tell you the out of touch one is might be you i'm sorry uh this this is a very big thing. I don't know much about kids these days, but I do know they love to wear classic rock t-shirts. And that includes all the bands you're thinking of as modern grunge, which are all now classic rock. All of my favorites are classic. And when we were kids, what we were did the our same peers fucking thing. Yeah. With Led Zeppelin, uh-huh. right? With that Rush, wasn't the with, shit that people uh-huh. were banging out to in the 90s and raw, yeah, no. and uh uh, what's the uh, um, fucking mean, Stairway to Heaven? Uh, that's Led Zeppelin. Yeah. Oh, that is Led Zeppelin. Uh-huh. What's the other one? But I mean, the, Guns N' Roses and the all, all the Her, same things. Pink Floyd. Pink Floyd. Yes, a hundred percent. Doors. Everyone's into that because that was what the like the uh, the classic rock know, stations kind of, were playing, and they still are. But now they've added '90s alternative. Yeah, like all of our uh, alternative grunge stations back in Indiana, if you go back there now, they brand themselves as like essentially classic rock. Yeah, they have to. Classic rock is the 90s era. That's Uh where we got old, Reginald. I don't know what to tell you. (laughs) And I think there's also an element of rebellion here Uh because like 
Raylan Givens is not a Guns N' Roses ACDC guy. No fucking way. He was all no. bluegrass and country. So, like, she's into the cool bands of her father's era, but not the ones he would be into. Sure, sure. What's he into? <laughs> Vince Gill and Garth Brooks? and That's what I'm saying. Like, country was has not been in a good place for the last 30 years. So, like, no. I, I, yeah, probably, probably. Uh, maybe he's old school. He, he's uh, is all Hank Williams, Johnny Cash. There you Chris go. Christopherson. Yeah. Uh, Willie. Because they, 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 there was a lot more like genuine country options, I think, in the 90s. Oh, know? yeah. There is some really good country being made in the 90s. I know because my yeah. mom listened to it constantly. Yeah. And I, I actually am an unironic Garth Brooks fan. <laughs> I, there's a lot of country I like. Reba McIntyre is an amazing artist. Nothing wrong with Dolly Parton as a songwriter. Nothing wrong at all. I never uh, really got yeah, into I her. Think I, I, we got a different viewpoint on this uh, generational thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, Ashley says, I love the show so far. Have a little bone to pick with your take on Willa's wander around Detroit while Raylan was at work. Well, I don't disagree. She's a chip off the old block when it comes to her dad. I'm sure Raylan did the same thing when he was 15. The world treats 15-year-old girls very differently than it does 15-year-old boys. And Raylan would have been exploring his hometown, not abandoned warehouses in Detroit. <laughs> Claire True. sexually threatens her, and car jackers threaten her also. Um, I've known some teenage girls in my day, and not every woman, girl has the same reaction to finding out the world's a dangerous place that sure. could, you know, just like some people like. Uh, you know, take that knowledge and 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 uh, treat it like it's it is a scary place. And then some people run the opposite way and like I want to fucking master that world. Mm-hmm. And I think the Willa, she know she's not stupid. She knows all these things are true, but like Raylan, she thinks she can handle it. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and <laughs> you don't think a child molester can pick you up in Harlan County. And maybe even more likely to pick up in Harlan County than you are in Detroit. I don't know what to tell you. You might get, I mean, I, I, yeah, I, I don't know. Depending on where you're, you're walking around, um, Harlan could be a pretty dangerous step, place too for kids. So oh yeah. I, I hate to disagree with two emailers in a row, but like, yeah, it's not, it's not that Will is stupid. It's just that she's cocksure, and that's what she's get from from Raylan. Mm-hmm. Uh, can you use cocksure? In reference in that to context, uh, yeah, you could do it. Uh, just vaginally sure of herself. Uh, Garrett Olson says, "I never watched the original show, but I'm liking this justified so far." Is the original show the same vibe? This one feels slightly campy, more worried about the characters and moments being fun than the intricate details of police work or the justice system. Yes, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not that justified doesn't ever have clever twists. But it's usually not Perry Mason style bullshit. No, it's not breaking the case through solid investigative work uh, and uncovering a clue. It's usually through uh, inter- extra legal interrogations. Mm-hmm. Um, Timing. You know, sure. There's a lot of just charm that, that this show exudes uh, that you're supposed to just sit back and enjoy. There's a lot of MacGuffins and like, uh, you know, the like undercurrents of trying to buy property rights for some nefarious person uh, or uh, trying to mm-hmm. buy a location because it has a safe because it's got there's a lot of like kind of whodunit type stuff. But it's not like law and order or even the wire. Um, and the other thing about 
Justified is like I don't think I've seen Justified worse than like a above average police procedural that is also yeah. just a, around a hugely entertaining main character. Uh-huh. But like season two of Justified, I've said it once. I'll say it. It's probably in the top five individual seasons of television I've ever seen. Yeah, it's like, fantastic. I'll put it up there with anything. It's so fucking good, man. So. Yeah, and Margot Martindale is like a big reason why, because she's mm-hmm. that's where I was introduced to her, and yep. she just blew that role out of the water. Yeah, um, and uh, I think that there are a couple of off seasons, but like the other thing, and, and like I said, the worst it gets is like above average police procedural with a hugely entertaining lead character, and and an excellent dialogue and writing, but like. Also, I think the last season ends about as good as I've ever seen a season wrap up. Like, I felt so fucking satisfied as a justified fan with that final season. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, I, I recommend like you maybe you'll twiddle your thumbs a little bit during season five, maybe. But you've got a hell of a lot of fun ahead of you if you're sitting down to watch Justified after City Primeval. Yeah. Um, that's going to do it for our feedback for Justified. Justified at baldmove.com is how you send us uh, your thoughts. If you want to talk about Stetson 10Xs, um, uh, Raylan, uh, and, and Carolyn getting, getting busy, uh, whatever. Sweetie and Clem getting busy. Sweetie and Clem getting busy. Sweetie, Sandy, Clem. I've just, this big old freewheeling three-way. Who knows? Justified at baldmove.com. If you'd like to follow what we're doing other than Justified, because we're hip deep in Foundation, we're wrapping up uh, Stra- Star Trek Strange New Worlds. A lot of stuff going to be coming down the pike in September that we'll be getting into. Uh, all the social medias, at baldmove. You can follow whichever one is your favorite. Follow, uh, except for TikTok. That's baldest move there. And then finally, if you want to support what we're doing, uh, you can join our club, support.baldmove.com to get more Bald Move content, ad-free feeds, uh, and uh, exclusive access to the VIP sections of our Discord and our forums, support.baldmove.com. That's it for this week. We'll see if Raylan and Carolyn wake up together next week. Until then, I'm Aaron. And I'm Jim. See ya. See ya.